grote ervaring. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. proper evaluation. Line three, along with a number of other things, including, uh, well, a lot of pipelines, um, was rushed through by a lame duck president without proper environmental impact studies. And, you know, Biden has said there are three things that are important to him as a client president. Protecting climate, not, not making climate crisis worse, protecting natural resources, especially water and environmental justice, which in this case means tribal sovereignty. gentlemen welcome into another edition here of lunch societies with your boy here scott from the stream channel and podcaster woke societies welcome in ladies and gentlemen we have some stuff to talk about today don't we fam and as you guys can see here for my thumbnail big shout out to brie for making this thumbnail for me right before the show because meth has decided to stir some shit up this morning and i woke up in a good mood jump into the morning and chill and what do i walk into i walk into a fucking bee's nest so this is what we are dealing with today. So, of course, there's debates raging on between me and Method Show, between tacos and wings. Now we got another one that we're going to get down to the science, and we're going to be talking about some boobies and some butts because we're going to get to the real sauce of this because I'm telling you guys, as you all know, I am a butt guy. But I promise you we're going to get into more serious shit as well. So welcome in, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome in. I hope you are ready for an hour and a half of packed, full, fun content. You guys are going to get your news of the day. We're going to talk some critical race theory. Big Pharma coming for our kids. And I say that with some emphasis because I have I have a child. I have a three-year-old. I'm going to be four in December. And I have Little Woke 3.0 coming coming uh, any day now. So there is some stuff to discuss because these these ass clowns are coming for our kids. And yes, I did say ass clowns because we are talking some asses today, boys. That is for sure. And for everyone that's not privy to this conversation, this is why we have fun. We got to have fun on these shows and we're going to continue to have fun. So 
If you guys don't like it, if it offends you, I can give two shits. Hop off the show. Little Cat B in the stream. Thank you so much over on Twitch and, of course, to all my mods everywhere on DLive on Twitch and everywhere else, guys. Thank you so much for being the best in the biz. You guys have full control over those trolls. You see trolls, you can kill on sight. Go for it. So, guys, thanks so much for hanging out with us today. We have some stuff to get into. And as you guys can see, did you all enjoy that video of uh, Fonda there? Wasn't that nice? I was trying to listen to uh, more of what she was trying to say, but all I could hear was this. That's all I hear, guys. That's literally all I can hear. What is she talking about? We're going to get into this. So, guys, keep pouring the gold pills in. I already see Belushi's here. Booty for the win. Patriot Corps. Absolutely. And, again, I just want to give another shout-out for this amazing thumbnail that Brie made for me. Are we talking, we're talking melons or are we talking peaches today? We're going to find out because we need to get down to the bottom of this debate. And I missed most of it, but I walked in at the wrong minute, apparently. And then I end up having to get people emailing me receipts for spit, spit out coffee on their screens. We have tons of shit to go over, guys. I hope you're ready to get into the news blitz today because I am. We have a lot of shit to cover, so let's get into it. All right. First thing up on the docket, it's always something with this fucking clown. Joe Biden was out in the UK. I think I believe this was out in the UK. He was out in front of uh, Marine uh, Two, whatever, whatever, uh, whatever helicopter that he flies in, whatever fake thing that he does. Um, he had a, a cicada bite him on his neck <laughs> because it just, it doesn't. It always seems like these demon, these demon clowns, always got something flying around them. As you can see here, it is cicada season, guys. Watch this. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, this fucking guy. I love it. I love it. Yeah, it's, it's hilarious, you douche. It's hilarious. It's funny how these bugs just can't stay away from Pence. They can't stay away from Hillary Clinton, and they can't stay away from Joe Biden. It's always something. I wonder if that Chiquita went in uh, Joe Biden's ear and said, hey, Trump won. It's always something with these guys. But guys, Chiquita, is it Chiquitas, Chiquitas? I don't know. I can't pronounce words properly, guys, as you know this. Trillions of lawn mower, loud cicadas emerging in 15 states north of Florida. Guys, I keep getting more reasons not to move to Florida. If you guys haven't seen these bugs, they're gigantic. They're big, they're black, and they have orange eyes. No puns intended there, I can promise you that. But they're coming out, guys, and they only come out like once every like 15, 18 years or some shit, so they're all emerging. And, oh, 17 years underground, so they're all coming out everywhere. So I hope in your area, you guys, you don't have to deal with this stuff. It's not fun, and they're loud as hell. But in all serious news here, Jane, Jane Fonda was out in that video talking about encouraging anti-pipeline activists in northern Minnesota to mess with critical U.S. infrastructure because, of course, why not? Because of, man, climate change. The 83-year-old communist, wow, 83, she looked a lot older than that. 83-year-old communist and traitor encouraged activists to raise a ruckus and create a headache for the Canadian oil company Enbridge. Biden has taken a very clear and very beautiful position on the climate crisis, but we are really facing a, ca a catastrophe, and the science is clear. Well, f well, Jane, Jane, are you forgetting what he okayed out in Russia just uh, last week? How can you forget about 
<laughs> Nord Stream 2, which he pretty much told Russia, hey, you're good to open your pipeline back up. Ukraine's pissed off. Germany's pissed off. Europe in general is pissed off about it. But out here in the United States and Canada, we can't have our pipelines. But out in, uh, out in Russia, you're totally good. And you're going to tell me who's, uh, who's tugging, uh, Mr., uh, Mr. Putin's junk there. I don't know, man. You guys tell me. But either way, let's move on here back to the States. From Breitbart, over 170 Houston hospital workers suspended for refusing vaccine, fired in two weeks if, quote, unresolved, meaning if you guys refuse, we're going to fire you. And over 170 of these hospital workers were suspended for refusing this, and Fox News is reporting the employees are suspended without pay as they missed the hospital's mandatory deadline Monday. Can you guys imagine... And the thing is, I know we saw a lot of TikTok videos of these doctors and nurses doing their videos while the hospitals are empty, while everyone else's lives are getting destroyed. Everyone's going through emotional depression, suicide shit because they can't see their families. Kids can't go to school. The thing is, a lot of these places, there were some heavy, heavy track of traffic of people getting sick. A lot of these nurses and doctors, they've been living through hell having to deal with this. And you know how they repay them? They tell them, hey, if you don't get the jab, we're going to fire your ass. And on top of it, we ain't going to pay you while you decide your future life career. So it says, and this was from the director, I know that today may be difficult for some who are sad about losing a colleague who's decided not to get vaccinated. We only wish them well and thank them for their past service to our community. So we're going to fire them. <laughs> this is how it's done, guys. It's absolutely sick. I, I think these nurses and doctors are out um, protesting uh, just yesterday, but I'm sure they'll um, they'll land somewhere. There's going to be a hospital that'll pick these people up. But it just shows you exactly where we are as a society in some parts of the country. It's absolutely disgusting. And speaking of disgusting, there was a new flag, a new progress pride flag uh, displayed in front of the Department of Energy um, and for Pride Month. And guys, it doesn't get much more disgusting than this because when does the bullshit end of the pandering here? Because how big do we have to go here? Look at this thing. Look at this fucking monstrosity. It shouldn't even be anywhere near the American flag. Look at this shit. Why are we doing this? And when we go down here, look at you want to talk about seizures? Look how brave this thing's getting. The Progress Pride flag has been redesigned to represent intersex people, community and rights, continuing the tradition of pride flags being updated and reimagined. How many damn colors are we putting on this thing? It's absolutely disgusting what we're witnessing, but of course, it's not anything that we're not surprised about. Guys, so again, you guys know what you're going to get on this show. You're going to get some smack talk about tacos, because as you guys know, yesterday was Taco Tuesday. I did show up, and I wore my Space Taco Cat shirt, and I also ate tacos the week prior. I'm a good sport, but I still am Team Wings. But for all my taco lovers out there, you're not going to like this. From the red state, Chipotle raised its minimum wage to $15, and now it's biting customers in the burrito. And I don't care what anyone says, burritos and tacos, to me, are in the same camp. It's the same garbage food. Chipotle is now telling its customers, oh, sorry, we had to raise the, uh, we had to raise minimum wage, and now we have to raise our prices. So basic economics doesn't change because the political movement wants it to. It's a finite world with finite resources. When you move one number, it affects other numbers. And this is a simple rule that cannot be overcome. It's a simple rule the left misses far too often. The phrase money doesn't grow on trees is factual, but unheaded. And we're seeing it here again. Now, it made sense in this scenario, this is according to the Chipotle CEO, it made sense in this scenario to invest in our employees and get these restaurants staffed and make sure they have the pipeline of people to support our growth. This could push some of the burritos to $8 and that many are already, are already saying it's overpriced. 
So have fun with your taco eating, guys. I don't know if anyone's uh, Chipotle or not, or you're just making yourself. But again, it's Woke Society's here. We got to talk some shit on Wing Wednesday about some tacos. And this breaks my heart, ladies and gentlemen, seeing this. This really hurts me. From the Gateway Pundit, you guys know I'm big into rock music. The Foo Fighters is one of the biggest influential bands on me that I've ever had. Foo Fighters to allow vaccinated fans only at Madison Square Garden concert. And I don't know, guys, before I start shredding the Foo Fighters, because I know when they said Madison Square Garden, I know this might have to do with New York because it's so fucking libtarded out here. The Foo Fighters will be forming on Madison Square Garden on June 20th. And if you guys haven't seen them, they're absolutely fantastic live. The event is the first concert at the venue in over 15 months due to COVID restrictions, and the garden is ready to rock, according to ass clown James Dolan, who does not know how to run a franchise besides his hockey franchise. He is the executive chairman of all this. We've been waiting for this moment for 15 months, and tickets for the vaccinated-only event will be $50 to $119. And to be honest, guys, that is that is an extremely good price to go see uh, Foo Fighters. An extremely good price, so they're incentivizing these uh, these these cucks the vaccinated to come out, to show up, and I highly, I can promise you, ladies and gentlemen, they are not going to get the full numbers um, that they would normally to fill the garden. So I, I'm really hoping this is not a Foo Fighter thing, not a woke uh, agenda with these bands and these performers that are going on, but we'll have to see. We'll have to see, but again, when you perform in New York, this is what you're going to get. So guys, you guys have been seeing the trend with the baseball, with the um, with the MLB, with the Trump one flags. I showed you guys one the other day. It was in Yankee Stadium in New York. We had one in Boston uh, yesterday at Fenway. Another one strikes again out in Florida. I love it. I love it. It's just going around, guys. It's spreading like wildfire, and as it should. Now, there's one other thing I want to show you guys here on the News Blitz. I came across this um, this headline here, and I just thought it was so funny, and I want to show you guys. I don't even know where this is from. This is I don't even know. I, this website was weird, but they nailed this headline. As you guys all know, yesterday we talked about Hunter Biden dropping the N-word. World, this is the headline. The headline alone was what I wanted to read. World shocked to learn that meth addict who bangs strippers without a rubber and sells influence the CCP routinely drops N bombs. <laughs> I love it. I gotta read it again. World shocked to learn that meth addict who bangs strippers without a rubber and sells influence the CCP routinely drops N bombs. Yes. Yes, we know. It's so damn good. So, guys, we're going to end the news blitz early because we got to get to the science of what we are dealing with as far as boobs or butt. I hope you're all ready. Oh, yes. Okay. All right, guys. I was I was not intending. This subject right now, what we're about to talk about, was not something I intended to talk about. But, you know, methods, methods has forced my hand here. And, of course... We do not agree on this either. <laughs> I mean, we do shows together, we fucking kill it, but I guess with some things we just don't agree on, but it's okay. Guys, we know, you always know on this show you're going to get the sauce for everything that I try to provide here. And I've always been I've always been a, a stern butt guy. And this is the this is the argument that so many people have gotten into. It's an age old argument for especially for guys. I don't know about now the fifty two other genders, but my thing is I've always been an ass guy. Always been an ass guy, and boob. I got no problem with boobs either. I mean, I'm a dude. I love them both. I got no, and I got no issue with either one. 
But if I had to pick one over the other, it was definitely, it's definitely ass. And there's reasons for this. I'm not just trying to be devil's advocate here and stir up shit. You guys know I'm honest. But let's start this out. I want to start this out with some fun here. This is a nice explanation of some and arguments for both sides. And then we're going to break this down, guys, because we got to get to the bottom of this. Here we go. I can't really choose between boobs and butt. I feel like you got to have both. I always have an immediate answer for this one, and it's boobs. I'm definitely a butt girl. I, I like boobs because I have them, and I like to touch my own boobs. Tits. I like tits. I really like tits. Why? Everybody has a butt. I have a butt. My ass is killer, and so obviously I'm team ass. Guys are vagina guys. We only care about the vagina, you know? <laughs> boobs and butt is a bonus. I gotta say, I'm a boob guy just for the simple fact that if you don't have an ass, you can get an ass with squats. You can't bench press your way into getting some titties. Seriously? You shouldn't have to pick one over the other. That's like deciding which one of your kids you love more. Boobs are definitely more fun Great to touch. Point. They're, like, squishy. They move around more. You can, like, push them together. I like to touch my boobies. Uh, boobs are really nice to, like, look at, and then I like to keep them there, but but like it's nice to just kind of like tap <laughs> it. I love just grabbing an ass or just like oh, you guys are killing me in the chat. Oh, slapping a boob is pretty cool too. I definitely think boobs are more fun because you can bounce them around, play the drums with them, and you can poke someone in the eye with your nipple. There's more elements to a boob that is, that than there is to a butt. I mean, of course you got a butthole and you got the crack, but on the boobs you got nipples. You got areola? I feel like most guys these days prefer butt over boobs. I think guys prefer ass because it's something they can stick in. Like, I'm not even a lesbian, but when I see a nice ass, I turn into one of those guys that cat calls on the street, and I'm like, yeah, girl, let me see that ass. <laughs> so there's a really thin line between, like, a yes. really nice booty and a booty that's just too big. It. Latinas definitely have the best butts. They're like anatomical freaks. This girl has the best butt. I'm very upset that the fake butts are a thing now because that was all we had. It took me a while to get used to, like, oh, those are great tits. Are they real? But now, the butt thing, really? Stop going out and buying extra ass. Who does that? Like, you'll never see me going out and buying things that I don't have. Like, good teeth. So weird, because it was boobs, right? And people were like, I want to be like the girls with the boobs. And they would get boobs. Now they want to be like the girls with the butts. Now they're getting fake butts. It's like, what's next? You want to be like, you know, get some brains. My name's Amber from Amber's Closet, and you can click right here for more videos from Generation Y. All right, guys. All right. So I want to know right now, Drop in the chats. One, are you a boob guy? Or even, lady, this is one for you, too. I don't care what you are. Ladies, too, get in, get in on this, because I want to know. One for one for butts, two for boobs. And I got to read I gotta read this comment. Uh, George, uh, no, United We Stand is so definitely a butt guy. There is a lot of prime real estate in that area. Yes, you get it, my friend. That is what I'm talking about. It's all down there. All that goodness is down there. Bruce Banner with a phone says, butts are where it's at. That's why it's called a booty call. No, that's what I'm saying. It seems like there's a lot more butt guys in this chat than there was in Methods. CDU says, oh my God, this is going to be on tacos and wings. Yes, it will. Because if we can ask General Flynn or Donald Trump, tacos or wings, ass or boobs, guys, we're making waves out here. We we making waves. And I see, <laughs> I love it, people going all the way here. I guess do said number three. I guess that means everything. But guys, this is why I want to bring this up. This is why I want to bring this up because I caught a lot of flack in methods, um, methods show today. So why do I like butts more? There's something more to this. There's more in it, in it for us guys as far as why we, why we like these things. And when, when we break this down, it gets super interesting. So boobs or butts. Interestingly, all men are actually ass men. They just don't know it. And this is what I've been trying to tell everybody. Breasts are believed to mimic the posture and shape and form. And therefore, men who prefer breasts actually prefer butts. 
everyone's saying boobs, you really are butt people. You just don't know it yet. So woke over here is going to show you all the light. Now you might just say this theory isn't all right, isn't airtight, but that it brings up the issue of whether the chicken came first or the egg. What if the butt is just one that's mimicking the breast? I'll use evolutionary science to answer this one. Men actually go for butts because a full posture is a sign of woman's fertility. A big butt, wide hips, etc. send a primal signal to the man that the woman will be able to bear him children and sense the breast's job of feeding the children comes after having them. Hence, and therefore, the butt becomes uh, the butt comes before the breast. You are welcome. And that's the thing, guys. All of us butt guys, you know what we're out here doing? We're all out here reproducing. Built, making these babies. Making these patriot babies. And it's just something that's in us, that's innate in us when we look at when we look at attractive females. That is just something we don't even realize it's there. It's just, wow. Wow, she's got a nice ass there. <laughs> and really, in our in our brains... In our, in our primal brains, like, okay, you can make babies with that. They can push babies out better. This is where it's all coming from. This is the science behind it. Anthony Fauci got nothing on me. I can tell you that right now. So the bum chums, this is team bums over here. These are found across the globe and reportedly hold a majority in Argentina and the U.S. The latter is probably due to the Kardashians. They certainly helped with this case. These men seem to have a host of common traits, guys. All of us butt guys, this is us, which include an obsession with being organized and neat. Ladies, you lug. I know you love men that can clean, stay organized, and stay neat. They also tend to have roles in finance. If I were to venture on an, an educated guess drawn from evolutionary science, I say this is because the bum chum were the originals. So they evolved first, copulated, uh, cap, uh, <laughs> copulated first, became rich first, and therefore have evolved organization skills. It makes sense. Don't argue with me. I said don't. And for all the boob tubers out there, these fellows love boobs and also love being the center of attention. They're ex- ex- exhibitionist and posses possess the gift of gab. My theory of why this is so is as follows. These guys are in love with the reflection of what they should actually be in love with. They should be nuts about butts, but instead are hooting over hooters. They have a primal need to overcompensate for this major lack in sense in them. And so therefore, and hence, they have evolved into exhibitionists. A. A-A, that's one airtight for sure, at least filled with air. This is how we doing it over here, guys. This is what I'm saying. For all you boob tubers out there, you guys think you're into boobs, but you really are more into butts, and I just proved it to you. This is the thing. How are we, us as humans, as, as prime, as, you know, even the, our most primal being here, we like to reproduce. We like to, we like to spread our seed. And again, this is, <laughs> I know you guys weren't expecting this um, on the show today, but we're just having some fun here. That is all this is. But guys, I'm telling you, the traits for butt guys seem to be pretty, pretty good as far as attracting another mate. We are clean. We are neat. We're organized. We have our finances. We are stable. Do you hear that, ladies? Stability is here with the butt guys. And this is what we're trying to bring to the table and trying to get more people over to more butts over boobs. But I got to be honest, guys, I love both. There ain't nothing wrong with both, but I just had to bring the sauce. And this is what it is. Butts are better than boobs. And that's just, we'll just leave it at that. So thank you guys for hanging out with me today. We're going to jump into the show here, but of course we got a funny video to bring you into the main event here today. And we're going to get into the intro and all that stuff, guys. So keep dropping those gold pills, keep dropping the cash apps, guys, but more importantly, keep dropping those gold pills because that is 75% is going to us. 25% is going to Foxhole. We have some records to break, guys. If we can hit 40,000 gold pills today, your boy Woke here will be super happy and excited about that. We got we got the gold pills. We got the fam here. We're going to do it, and we're going to have some fun while doing it, guys. So we're going to break down some critical race theory, some shit going on in Russia. 
and a few other things. Even we're going to throw some Jeffrey Epstein stuff in as well. We got it all here. But first, guys, let's have more laughs on today's show. And I'll see you on the other excuse me, side of the intro. Here we go. Welcome. Can I help you? Just like a table for one flying solo today. Sure. Do you have a mask? No. Oh, well, then I'll just need to see proof of vaccination. I don't know. I mean... My medical information's pretty intimate and private. Sir, you're required to show us proof so you can be seated without a mask. It's not a big deal. It's just a protocol for everyone's protection. Okay, but if I'm going to come closer to you so you can see my medical records, I just need to ask, do you have herpes? What? Do you have herpes? How is that any of your business? How is that not any of my business? It's not your business. It's everyone's business. So... Do you have herpes? I'm not telling you that. No, 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 no. I'm requiring that you tell me. Herpes is a virus that infects 100 million people worldwide. It spreads like wildfire, and I want to ensure I'm protected against it from you. Do you have herpes? No. No eye contact. I'll take that as a yes. Genital, oral, or anal? All three? (laughs) You disgusting leper? Do you use ointment when you have an outbreak? No. Ew, super gross. Don't you know during an outbreak, the viral shedding increases dramatically, therefore people's chances of contracting herpes from you go up significantly, even without sexual contact? I didn't know that. I'm going to need you to use this ointment six times per day during an outbreak while isolating in your home, you disgusting bastard. How's your sex drive? (laughs) Good. Do you always tell your partners in advance that you're diseased with herpes? Not always. I'm going to need you to wear this for everyone's protection. Do you ever experience incontinence? No. Blood in your stools? No. Diarrhea? Once in a while. Ooh, how often? I don't know, sometimes a couple times per week. Sounds like some kind of intestinal parasite. Really? Yeah, they spread really easily in public restrooms via fecal matter. Oh. So please don't use public restrooms anymore. You're putting everyone else at risk of catching your worms. Oh, and your herpes, you disgusting disease bag. Sorry. <laughs> uh, you had a colonoscopy lately? Yeah, let me see. My colonoscopy report? No, reports can be faked. Your colon. Hmm, I don't see any cancer. Oh yeah, there's a herpes sore right on your anus. Do you have high blood pressure? No. Family history of heart disease? No. Memory loss? I don't remember. Does cancer run in your family? Yeah. Oh... Have you had any abortions? No. Have you had anal sex before? Well, yeah. Sometimes when I'm with a girl, she wants it and... No. Have you been on the receiving end? No. I need you to be honest with me. Once. Have you told your dad about it? No. Why would I tell my dad? Get your phone out. You're calling your dad right now. Why in God's name would I do that? And how is that any of your business? The shame you carry about receiving anal sex from another man is evident in the secrecy that you surround your experience with. And shame is a major emotional stressor on the body, which then elevates your cortisol levels, which then suppresses your immune system, making you a bigger threat to spread germs, viruses, or any of your other diseases. Didn't know that. We need to break your shame cycle so you're less of a public health threat. Call him. It's not a big deal. It's just a protocol for everyone's protection. Dad? Yeah. I had sex with Shane in college. And I liked it. (laughs) Okay. Okay, I I won't come home for Christmas. How's that feel? (laughs) Much worse. Fantastic. What do you weigh? 192. Okay. I think that's everything I need to know about you for my safety. All right. 
So, if you'll just show me your proof of vaccination, I'll get you seated. Oh, no. I don't want to eat here anymore. You're not safe to be around in your compromised state of health. You're downright gross and objectively bad for people. <laughs> no offense. None taken. Have a nice day. Oh, and you should start using an ointment right away down there. <laughs> Taco boob lovers, it's time to repent. You all know what's the best way to go. Boobs are for babies, asses for men. That's right. It's time to go to the church. Time to repent of those sins. <laughs> shout out to JP for those videos. And shout out to Bree as well. She's the one that sent me that video. That shit is absolutely hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. I used to play this song in church all the time. And I, I, I always, this is always one of my favorite songs to play on guitar. Amazing Grace. So we're just going to let this rock for a little bit, guys. How's everyone in the chats doing? Let me know. I see you guys are dropping gold pills like mofos over here. It is going crazy. Maggie Mae says, awesome science. Go butt men. Wise mom bear says, a nice ass and a strong back. She knows. She knows. That's all it takes. That's all it takes to get the job done. <laughs> I love it. Welcome Wing Wednesday, guys, to another edition of Lunch Societies here. I hope you all are ready to get some wokeness in you and all that good stuff, guys. We're at 5,200 gold pills already and climbing, guys. We need to hit 40,000 today. Let's do it. Due diligence with the shades and ask you, Bell, here. It says, here to help you with the coffee cleaning fund. Yeah, because apparently... I didn't catch the part where uh, Methods was talking about why he was putting my email out there. So I said, hey, somebody needed my email. So I threw it out there and then I got barraged with uh, emails from, from the uh, Methods, from the Methods fam over there. And, uh, I have all these receipts now to fucking clean, uh, to get computers fixed. So that, that's great. So thank you guys for the gold pill money. That'll go towards that fund. Here to help you with the coffee cleaning. <laughs> yeah, thank you. T9 with the cannon. Jedi Patriots, I'm dying over here. Thank you, Scott. Wokeside Brother Man, laughing my ass off. That is what we're here to do. So, guys, just let, let the music just take you. Just let it take you. Just pray. Pray that taco boob shit out of your lives right now. Oh, yes. Can you feel the Holy Spirit? <laughs> okay. We had enough fun here. Are you guys ready to get serious? I'm ready to get serious. It's Wing Wednesday. Let's do this. So, as we all know, guys, anyone that has kids, especially me, I have kids. I know a lot of you out there have families or you have grandkids, you have nieces, you have nephews, whatever you got. 
there's kids somewhere involved in your life, and we there is a full out assault coming on our kids, and it is in our schools, and it's coming through Big Pharma, and it's happen- it started happening today. So what I want to show you guys here is a based public school teacher. She's a loud in public school teacher. She gives a powerful message to the school board, parents, and children, and. How this all starts is about 45 seconds of, uh, of not much going on, but you can kind of hear a back and forth going um, from the school board reps to this teacher. And these school board reps are trying to get medical information out of this woman because she's not wearing a mask at the hearing and she gives it to them. And then she goes off to that off on them as they give the go ahead. And then as she's going off on them, they cut her mic off in the middle of it. It is powerful. And this is where we start here today. Watch this base teacher absolutely destroy these people. She's going off, and I know the audio wasn't the best, guys, so don't worry. I have the transcript right here from Louder and Crowder. She goes off and says, "I how this whole thing started, they're asking, why? where's her medical exemption for not wearing a mask? She says, I can't ask if you have herpes. You can't ask me about my med- medical exception. I can't ask if you're pregnant. You can't ask me that question. And she goes in here. She says, parents, the longer that you wait and you don't hold your child's uh, child schools accountable, give school boards more time, more time to dictate what's best for your child's physical, mental, and emotional health. Don't be afraid to speak out for your kids because they are voiceless and they rely on you. You should be afraid of them rooting for socialism by the time they get to middle school. Teachers, I'm here to remind you, you don't work for the school board. We work to mold the next generation of well-rounded American patriots, so don't give up because it's up to us and students. You are on the front lines of these indoctrination camps. Do not allow anybody to tell you you can't accomplish anything because of your skin color. And I love what she said, too. There's a line that was out of this. To the kids, do you want to become the next generation of victims or do you want to become the next generation of, of just amazing patriots that are just 
so beyond woke, beyond all of us out here already so young and to take that next stride and to really go ham on these people. And guys, we're seeing more and more of these of these teachers coming out and stepping up, not just teachers, but parents. There's one right out here in Carmel. Carmel is about an hour, hour and 10 minutes away from where I live. This stuff is getting very local. Parents are seeing right through it. And I know I have even personal friends that have kids in public schools out here that have gotten their kids have come home with that indoctrination with those with those pamphlets of talking about skin color, about how white kids um, they're they should be ashamed of their skin color, and because they're because of their skin color, they're already born inherently racist. I've seen it out here, twenty minutes from here, our school, one of our local public schools, handing this stuff out. It was coming out last year. This all started, and it's not getting any better here in New York. It's getting absolutely disgusting. But we need to understand where this is coming from. What is critical race theory? And people are even calling it now critical woke theory, which hurts me because the name woke. But either way, we need to understand what this is and where it comes from and what it's really teaching our kids. Because if we don't know what this stuff really is, we can't combat it. We can't throw out base facts. We can't put out good research. We cannot show people why this is wrong, why it's wrong for kids. And the thing is, when people, uh, if people come at you and argue with you or try to say this is what um, this is good. You have to be able to ask, well, to explain to me what is good about critical race theory in any means, because there isn't. I can tell you that right now. And real quick, uh, quick, Kevin Reeb, here are the donation on Cash App. Thank you, my friend. I don't see a message. Uh, thank you, though, for that donation. So I want to get to the AmericanConservative.com sent over from the lieutenant colonel um, that was on our show of, uh, probably three or four weeks ago. This is Bree's dad sent me this. Absolutely love this article. It goes into depth of what we are dealing with here. So we're going to start here. What is really needed at this point is what the self-described woke only pretend to possess a credible explanation for their own behavior. And this is important. For if we pursue what the progressive professors themselves say we must seek, remedial insight into causes of contemporary discord, then our goal must be a critical woke theory. And this is what's coming out now, guys. This, and this critical race theory is just one facet of what we are seeing with these progressives, with the woke culture that's coming out. They need something in their minds to justify how they find moral moral superiority with masks, um, with shaming people, anyone that has American flags on their trucks, like we saw yesterday with the woman, the New York Times writer, saying she was absolutely disgusted seeing American flags all over trucks because it displays whiteness and that this is our country and you're not going to come in and take it. No, you're not going to come and fucking take it because the culture that you're trying to establish is socialism. And every single day, you clowns are coming in and trying to justify this this culture that does not belong here. Our founding fathers would have would have thrown up if they had seen any of this stuff. They would have gone to war over these things coming out now, trying to overtake our culture. And it's not racism; it has nothing to do with racism by any means. Literally nothing. In Diddy style with the seventeen seventeen gold pills, brother, you were right. Baby girls in C section is at four central today. Today is the day, brother. I will be praying for you and your family, my friend. Congrats, though. I can't wait for your baby girl to get here. Thanks for the donation. This is what they need to do. They need to justify in their sick clown heads why they need to do this, and then they're trying to sell it to the public in the public schools, and it's already here. So where does this come from? What is the what is the uh, foundation of where this is, and what are the root uh, root causes of this of these of the way that this is thinking? One observer who believes he has found it, at least as far as young African-Americans are concerned, is Hoover Institution Senior Fellow Shelby Steele. 
While acknowledging that uh, vestiges of racism still linger, Steele believes that white society has made a remarkably sincere and historically unprecedented effort over the last half century to end discrimination. Indeed, he notes almost every modern American institution practices racial preferences to such a degree that any black person going up against an equally qualified white person for the same job or honors almost guaranteed to win it. So he's basically saying the more we're seeing today is more more chances, more opportunity for black people than there ever was. And it's getting more and more and that more and more like that. And that's fine. I'm totally okay with this. And I keep saying like all these, everything's what check boxes. Now, if you are black, you're a woman. If you were qualified for that job, whatever race, whatever, what, if you're male, female, it doesn't matter to me. If you are qualified for that job and you can get it, you should be hired for it. I don't care what you, what your political beliefs are. If you're here to do the job and you can get it done efficiently, you can get hired. And this is what he's saying. There is more black people going, they go up against white people nowadays and the black person's getting more hired than the white person. And that's okay with me if that's the case. But if it's trying to be racially driven down our throats that no, 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 we need to make sure we have a certain percentage of black people over white people now just to fill a quota, that is the problem. That's the problem, and they're put, injecting this into our schools so they can get the next farm, the next generation, to already have this groupthink injected into their minds so there is no other way for anything else to get in. This is the agenda. So the article goes on. According to Steele, himself a black American, the real problem is race faces today is not external but internal, and this has been talked about so many times. Having spent so many decades being treated as hapless victims by well-meaning liberals, Many have lost faith in their capacity to direct their lives and are reluctant to take responsibility for their own success. This is the key right here. Malcolm X talked about this specifically calling out white, not white racist liberals having black people as puppets to go out to their own communities and say, you are victims. You are slaves. You are always going to be at the mercy of what, the, of what white people do, what our government does. Us liberals here are for you, though. We are going to free you. We're going to help give you back your, your, what, what makes you you. And it's all lies. It's all victimhood mentality. And this is what critical race theory is trying to inject into the kids. And it's, it's just gross. And it goes on to say, for young black Americans, the underlying appeal of woke ideology and especially of its case for systematic racism is the very opposite of the freedom it pretends to seek. An excuse for not having to be responsible for, own, for one's own success or failure. We keep inventing racism even as it declines. And guys, what did we see all last year? What did we see all last year with these, with these, uh, with these riots, people burning down buildings? There was no accountability for this. And in their heads... Their heads, they are victims of this, and they don't have to. They have no. They have no means of feeling um, for, for having to be responsible for it, and to have their own success in their life. It's all depending on their outside, external things that are happening to them. Bad things that happen to them make me the way I am, and I cannot get around this. It's victimhood mentality, and this is what's being taught. This theory of black wokeness is arresting enough all by itself, but it becomes even more interesting when we realize that black Americans are not the only demographic group that seem to be having trouble with personal freedom because it's not just black people. For over a decade, adolescent psychologists like Madeline Levine have warned that America's educational system is diabolically crippling middle and upper middle class white children with the belief that success comes not from being oneself, but from projecting an image that others find acceptable. And guys, this is what's happening now. 
When you watch Antifa and BLM riots, you see more white people than black people or other minorities. Why is that? Because these young white youths coming up believe that they are dirty. They are they themselves are dirt. They need to change something that they're born with that's inherently wrong with them, and they need to conform to the image of wokeness and to fill out all those checkboxes. And you know what this does? This takes away from their sovereignty. It takes away the the person, the personality, and they're conforming to what the establishment wants. This is how they are doing it, and this is what they're, again, teaching in the schools. In her book, The Price of Privilege, Levine describes in depressing detail how today's students are taught from an early age exactly what hoops they must jump through to land on a desirable campus. You guys all know this exists. You have to be in this club. You have to have these political views. You have to think this way. You have to be for vax. You have to be LGBTQ plus 5500. You have to know how to fake the enthusiasms, most likely, to impress the admissions officers at prestigious colleges. Busily chauffeured from one socially favored activity to the next, they gather, gather ever more impressive credentials while simultaneously learning to mistrust whatever their true selves are naturally drawn to. And the result of this, by the time they finally get to college, many are so ill-prepared to make internally grounded decisions that they manifest serious psychological problems. And according to the most recent surveys conducted, guys, look at this, conducted pre-COVID, a full third of college students struggle with a depression-related disorder, 57.7% confess to having overwhelming anxiety. Look at that number. Over half and 50% admitting to having suicidal thoughts because they are stripping away what makes them them. And they are told what they are is not good enough and they need to be a cisgendered millennial, blah, 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 pronouns. And also... Oh, yeah, by the way, you probably should uh, support Antifa and be about Lives Matter, or you won't get in the school. If you talk out about it, you're not going to be able to get a college education. You're not going to be able to get the job you want, so you need to conform to the way we think. And then maybe, just maybe, you will make it in this world. And the last thing from this article, guys, granted that the social conditioning of upper-middle-class white students is quite different from what most black Americans experience growing up. Both groups have, in their own ways, ending up and suffering from the same malady. In a normally high level of self-doubt, even for late adolescence, guys. And the people that are pushing critical race theory know exactly that is the outcome. And this is what they want. And on top of it, it is ripping families apart. And that is that is just another facet of what they're trying to achieve. Make distrust among their parents and the children. The children go into the public schools. They get indoctrinated with this establishment. And the parents don't agree with it. It's going to cause rifts between the kids and the parents. And you can imagine, imagine dealing with that psychologically, knowing that when you go to school, you have to be a certain way. But when you're home, you're at odds with your parents because it's not lining up with what the school wants. I need to get good grades. I need to have good relationships with my friends. I can't have that if I don't think this way. And when I come home, my parents are yelling at me. They're pissed. They're going to pull me out of school. This is, it's already hard enough being a kid already. Um, it's life is life. Life is hard. And we all go through these learning experiences. All of us do. This is just adding so much extra shit onto children and it goes all the way up until their college years. And it just manifests and it just, it just mutates into something that is just absolutely awful. And this is why guys, this is why we need to understand this is what they are trying to do. It is victimhood mentality in the, in the critical race theory. It's all about victimhood. It's all about no matter what you do, no matter what you do, 
you are not responsible for your own success or failure because of external things that you have no control over. So you might as well just put your head down and just accept it and then just hope for the best. And if something goes down, you can, you can riot, you can loot, you can burn shit down and you're not going to get held accountable because it's, you know, we're fighting against racism out here. It's insane. It's absolutely insane guys, but there is a war coming. There is a war coming. It's already here against our kids and it's just starting in one facet with our schools now we're going to go to vaccines here because it's going to get worse. I'm going to play this video here from Steve Bannon's War Room. About two minutes of it, they're talking about elections, but it fades into what we're talking about now with the vaccines and the attack on our children. Guys, it's super important to hear this. And here we go. Talk about what Biden's doing. They don't talk about the economic plan. They try to hide the Kamala Harris. It's always the ins- Direction, white nationalism, the reason they don't want to have to put up there and actually have to go through what the Biden administration is doing because it is a total and complete disaster, right? They don't want to do it. The other thing, and I want to get to, there's a pilgrimage today by Vernon Jones out to Arizona. We know in Arizona in the coverage out there that there's been, I think, seven, eight, nine different states go out to see the due diligence on the 3 November uh, a movement, the 3 November project, which is a full, complete audit. What Steve uh, Cortez just said there, and here's a deep tell, ladies and gentlemen, because I know this from talking to every major significant hedge fund guy in the world about this election, about 3 November. It is mathematically impossible, Brother Cortez, to have those results in the Bronx with really Puerto Ricans and a different type of Hispanic population and in L.A. Right. With, uh, uh, hold it. And have, and have the 18 and 19 Bellwether counties go for Trump. But to have those results in those two cities... And to have different results in Atlanta and in Philadelphia and in Detroit and in Milwaukee, it's it. This is the steel. This gets to the heart of the mathematics, the hard reality and back of the steel. And this is why they never want to talk about it. They don't brag about this stuff. They don't brag about their big wins in those cities. This is what the full forensic audits are going to get to the bottom of. They're going to get to the bottom of how did you have these anomalies in places like the Bronx and the places like Los Angeles, but you had a complete mega reversal of that in Fulton County and in Philadelphia and in Detroit, three cities that have perfected the ability to to steal elections. This is why it's not going to stop. We're going to get to the bottom of it. Here it comes, We're going to get to the bottom of it because what they're trying to jam down your throat is what we started this show with. They're trying to jam down. You're trying to make struggle sessions for your kids as they take American kids and try to break them. They're trying to break these children. Second half of the show at 11 o'clock, we're going to talk about how they're going to do it with vaccines, right? And it's not me saying this. This is professionals that have spent their entire lives, either legal professionals or people from the pharmaceutical industry are going to walk through that. But I will guarantee you, as long as we draw a breath, the war room is going to be at the tip of the spear of combating this and making sure Hispanic, African-American, Latino, and American families, Caucasian families are going to be the step of... And he just keeps going on and on. But he is this is this is what it's all about. They know. The Biden administration knows that we have gone through one hell of a time with COVID. It has destroyed businesses, ravaged families, just ravaged people all over the place. And we're still we're still in the thick of it. Um, even though mask wearing out here is starting to come down a little bit, a lot of it's coming to an end, but we are still dealing, we don't even know what the outcomes are. We have no idea what these vaccines are gonna be doing to people. Uh, three, four, six months, a year down the road. We have no idea. We have no idea, but they know they're trying to gather. They're trying to farm 
our kids of the next generation to be zombies. And they're trying to do it, not just with Critical Race Theory, but now they're coming after us with Big uh, with Big Pharma. From Disclose.TV, Pfizer, BioNTech has begun late-stage clinical trials of their COVID-19 vaccine in young children ages 5 to 11, the company announced. And now, I have a humongous problem with this. And you don't even have to be anti-vax for this. You don't have to be anti-vax to, to, to question this by any means. And a lot of the parents that are anti-vax are also questioning this too, as you're going to see in the next video that I'm going to show you guys. For a disease that barely affected children at all, if they did get it, it was mild symptoms, and it, it was almost as if they never got it at all, and it passed right through them. Their, their, their immune systems took care of it, and they carry on. Why are we rushing a vaccine to give to kids that for a demographic and a part of the population that was barely affected? And yet we still, the kids are still wearing masks in schools. They're coming for the kids guys and they're coming for them hard. Pfizer is putting this, they're they're putting out these clinical trials to get the kids ready, to get parents ready, to get their five to 11 year olds injected. Why? Why are we doing this? Well, the thing is guys, the thing is we don't know why. It could be money. It could be other nefarious reasons. But what I want to show you guys is this other video from the war room. The man that Steve Bannon here is interviewing was the whistleblower from Pfizer, the former Pfizer um, employee that came out um, about five, six months ago and said what they're doing with these vaccines is awful. Nothing. When I He worked there for years, had a good relationship. They ended it off really well. But he's like, what, the, what I'm seeing now is not the Pfizer that I used to know. Not by any means. So... This is the uh, this is what we're talking about as far as the kids. We're going to break this down, guys. Here we go. I want you to walk through. There's going to be a firestorm because this is not the anti-vax crowd. I'm talking about the 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 vaccine hesitant mothers, right? Joined with the anti-vaxxers, but the, and that's to me is two thirds of the country, two thirds of the mothers. Walk us through your thoughts about this vaccine, particularly for adolescents and for school-aged children and younger. Yeah, certainly. So just to reiterate, I'm of the industry my whole career, and I'm generally pro-vaccine, but I'm pro-safety, and these COVID-19 vaccines are not safe. Very briefly, they're not safe because the gene-based design makes your body manufacture virus spike protein, and we know, and we've known for years, that virus spike proteins trigger blood clots. So there's plenty of literature. No one can fault the statement I've just made. And Dr. Vodag and I wrote to the European Medicines Agency in December pointing that out. So that's that's a fundamental problem. About 75% of the adverse events that occur after vaccination, which are very much higher than usual, relate to thromboembolic events, that is blood clots and bleeding. So what I've just said about the design and the property of spike protein exactly matches these serious adverse events that are emerging. Now, here's the real problem I've got, Steve, and I'm a father and a grandfather. Young people are not susceptible to COVID-19. If they acquire the virus, they usually have no symptoms and they, they shrug it off very easily. So they're not at risk. It's a crazy thing then to vaccinate them with something that is actually 50 times more likely to kill them than the virus itself. That statement. Okay, 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 okay. Point to facts, evidence, yeah. data yeah. that supports it's they're not safe, number one, and number two, they're not necessary. Absolutely. So on the not safe, you've got a, a, a pretty good um, adverse event monitoring system in the U.S. 
perfect, but the VAERS system, I think, is at least transparent and anyone can enter. So at any stage over the last decade or so, if anyone has an adverse effect after vaccination with whatever vaccine, then they or a physician can enter a, a report. Um, and we know that it only captures a low frequency of, of the adverse events. What we know, though, is if you look from about January of this year and compare month by month with any other month in the previous 10 years, the number of serious adverse events reported after COVID-19 vaccines is just enormous. I think it's between 50 and 100 times higher than previously. That's not my data. It's the U.S public data that any watcher can go and check in five minutes for themselves and check that I'm telling you the truth. And the serious adverse event I'm most concerned with is, is death. And I think you're running between four. You heard that, guys? The serious advent that he is worried about is death. It's death. And I'm not trying to blackpill. I'm not trying to be, you know, super negative, guys. But this is the problem, guys. This is why I get, I get worried because I know friends. I have friends that have families that, you know, they've gotten vaccinated. They even gotten some of their older, you know, their teenage kids vaccinated. And it's just like, it's just like, guys, what if, what if this thing comes out and this, whatever this, this virus mutates into something else and it, it ends up causing death. And this ends up doing more damage than the, than the actual, than the actual virus itself. What kind of world are we going to be living in? And what kind of, you want to talk about a kick in the teeth to the lefties that'll wake their ass up to get them pissed off about now their kids are affected now they're affected they believe in they believed orange man was bad they voted for joe biden they got the jabs as soon as they came out and now they're seeing their kids drop dead on the floor they're seeing their family members drop dead on the floor this is not to put out fear porn guys we don't know what's in these things we have no idea and he just said it there when you go to vares you can see it the effect the negative effects are 50 to 100 times worse than what it was pre uh, before you got the jab it's making things worse and they want to go after our kids now. Let's continue. Half and 5,000 deaths in the last six months. You normally run at 200 a year for all vaccines combined. And now he just said there was 5,000 deaths already in the first six months. And he's like, normally when you roll out, roll out a vaccine, deaths for a vaccine are normally 200. And there's already been 5,000, guys. We are just scratching the service with what I, I really believe what we're going to see a, a really bad outcome for the people that got vaccinated. Let me ask you one, the, the criticism that, oh, Vera's is just a raw data. You can't because you see him coming on TV all the time. That's just raw data. And the guys are using that because they, they can cherry pick that. Is your how do you defend the criticism that you're just cherry picking the data? That's all just raw. It's not it's not filtered. It's not it's not checked out. How, how do you how do you how do you counter that? Yeah, so it's it's all it is always raw. So basically, it's an all comers system. There is no reason at all why more people would be reporting side effects now than previously. In fact, I would say it's less likely. I know personally of many people who've had you know minor side effects, pains in the leg or chest. That's not that that's minor. And their physician told them, no, absolutely not linked. Don't bother to report it in the UK yellow card system, which is the equivalent of the AERS. So there's no reason anyone can point to that says that the run rate, you know, the reporting rate is going to be different after this vaccine than any other, if anything, on the downside. And yet the number of deaths per vaccine vaccinations is running. Small difference. It's 
It's appalling, bluntly, as someone of the industry, um, it, it, these should all have been withdrawn a long time ago. I think a count of 50 deaths uh, associated with the product would pretty much kill any four and a half, five thousand in the US alone. Okay. He just said normally 50 deaths would, would this quickly coming out from a vaccine would kill it instantly and they'd have to go back and rework it. That's essentially what he's saying there. And OH Patriot uh, 55, thank you so much for the ship. Thank you so much. And someone else wrote something great here. This is what a, I think it was uh, Pootsie here said. What about all? Yeah, Pootsie was said, how many adverse reactions are not getting documented? And I'm sure it's hundreds or even thousands that are not getting documented. I've seen TikTok videos of girls. Literally, this girl that was with a blanket wrapped around her saying she's shivering, her bones hurt, her muscles hurt. And she was saying, I got the jab and I totally, I'm totally regretting getting this in my body. Videos like this are going out all over the place. And the media does not want you to know. Biden doesn't want you to know. Kamala Harris don't want you to know. Kamala Harris wants to tell everybody not to come and just have a shitty life. But guys, this is what I'm saying. This is coming for our kids. And when I see a story like this from Fox 26 out of Houston, a divorce court judge orders COVID-19 vaccine for Liberty uh, Company Man to see his children. When you have courts leveraging um, your kids and your parents and a vaccination to grant access to have a hu- to have human contact with your own father. Do you know what this is doing to your kids? This is destroying families. And a Liberty County man says his rights were violated when a divorce court judge ordered him to get a COVID-19 vaccine in order to see his kids. The court ordered a COVID-19 vaccine was listed as a requirement by the judge in order for Chris Daly to have visitation with his kids, according to Trinity County court records. The divorce docket dated 510 gives the order. Both parents are to get vaccinated for COVID by the end of the week. What the actual fuck is going on here? How is this judge? I hope this judge gets disbarred. How, how do you, how do you, is, this has got to be illegal. And I hope this man's going to lawyer up and sue the hell out of this judge. This is what they're doing though, guys. And they're adding this pressure onto the kids. It's insane. And I know a lot of people. I know a lot of people out there, I can see it in the chats, a lot of you have family members that are suffering. Um, somebody just said that, I saw in the chat somewhere in Foxhole that their family members in the first two months that they've gotten have fallen five times. Am I, was I reading that right? Since they got the jab? It's absolutely insane. It's really sad. It's really sad seeing what's going on here. And this is, guys, this is why we got to talk about it. This is why we got to talk about it. And I'm hoping, I'm really hoping that before they start coming for the really young kids, and this is why you know I got you know some anxiety about going to the hospital when our, when um when little Odin's here, I feel I have to watch him like a hawk. And I already expressed concerns to our doula about you know people talking about, you know, are they going to try to press uh, a COVID vaccine on on, on on a little man, on my wife? Um, they already they're already making they're forcing my wife to come in once a week to get a nose swab. Because not all the doctors and nurses are vaccinated, so they require all these pregnant women to come in once a week to make sure they don't get COVID so their doctors don't get sick. Funny how that works in New York. It's fucking disgusting. I'm going to be watching that baby like a hawk as soon as he's out. Because I don't trust any of these people. And Tans with the ship, sounding high energy today, Scott. You're working. Uh, You're woking. Thank you. Thank you. Always woken on this channel for sure. Thank you for the uh, for the uh, ship tans. I really, really appreciate it. guys. We're at eleven thousand gold pills. We're crushing it today. I'm happy with whatever whatever you guys give. We'll have some fun at the end of the show here and hang out. 
it's really sick to what we're seeing here, guys, and we really have to pay attention to this. And if you got family with kids, please tell them, do not inject your kids with this. We have no idea what's in it. It is gene therapy. It's gene mutation. The immune systems do a better job, if not better, than the vaccines to combat this. It was proven with a study um, that came out of uh, that it came out of uh, Cleveland. I showed you guys yesterday. The people that got COVID and didn't get the jab recovered from it just as well or better than people that got vaccinated. 56, 58, 70, 58,000 people or something ran through this test, showed almost no difference between vaxxed and unvaxxed. And yet those same people are being told they can't go to concerts, they can't, they can't go, they can't fly, you know, they can't participate in things. They have to sit out in New York. Out in New York, they have segregated places for, in restaurants right now where the people that aren't vaccinated sit outside and the people that are get to sit inside. You want to talk about springing a victim mentality on people on top of all the other stress and chaos, chaos they have. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. It's crazy. And Jedi Patriot says, Scott, you need to do a home birth. We looked into home birth, and I know a lot of people were saying that. We looked into it. Guys, we could not we could not find a midwife in this area. And the ones that were available were thousands and thousands of dollars. We couldn't afford it. I looked at it. I looked into it because my wife, she really wanted that. And I was okay with it. And then I had to go open my big mouth to my landlord and say, Hey, was this cool? Because if God forbid anything happened, you know, it is what it is. We couldn't find a midwife. That's really what it came down to. I probably could have convinced him to do it, but our midwife, we couldn't find a good, we couldn't find a midwife. They were all booked out because a lot of women do not want to go to hospitals. And we checked. We really checked. <laughs> I promise. Because I would have been okay with it. Delona 55 with the ship. They made my sister who was just diagnosed with breast cancer get the jab. Please pray for her. And Delona 55, yes, prayers out. Prayers out because that's, you know... <laughs> Especially when you have a compromised immune system and you got cancer in your body and then you go inject that. I can't imagine that that's helping the situation by any means. By any means. And I see it. I see people concerned. Ramona says, I try to talk my son out of the vaccine. He told me to get it off the computer and get outside. Then got my 12-year-old grandson vaccinated. I am sorry. I am really sorry. And this is why I'm careful talking about this stuff because I know a lot of you out there that are woke that you guys know this stuff. You, you know but yet, you know, you're going to have to watch your family or family members go through it because they got it. And that's hard. That's hard. And I don't know how I can make you feel better about that. There's nothing I can probably say to help you besides I'll be sending my prayers to you guys, as, as I always do. Plant Patriot with a can. Thank you so much. So I want to cover some oddball things, guys, before we do our chill session here. And um, we, we, get, we get to enjoy the chats. I've been telling you guys um, this big meet, meet, uh, meeting coming. With Biden and Putin, I'm telling you, it's gonna it's gonna end up um, setting the direction of where, where what's the uh, world events coming. The reason why I'm saying this is from Zero Hedge. Biden blatantly, belatedly invites Ukraine's president for White House visit after Putin summit. You guys all know Ukraine and Russia things haven't been good there for a very long time. And uh, the thing is, Ukraine's pissed with Biden for many reasons, and this one being the one in particular. It goes on to say, when last month it became clear that Joe Biden and Vladimir Putin face-to-face summit would happen, now set for June 16th in Geneva, Kiev made its, its anger clear with Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky urging Biden to meet with him prior to any direct uh, Putin talks. Zelensky further recently went on the attack, slamming the White House for cutting Kiev, 
out of key decisions on Nord Stream 2. Particularly after weeks ago, Biden agreed to drop existing sanctions against the German company overseeing the natural gas pipeline, which bypasses the Ukraine. And with it badly needed transit fees. So Biden out here made promises again to Ukraine, just like the United States gave us all a big fat middle finger and they ain't happy. In an interview this past weekend with Axios, Zelensky said he was blindsided by Biden's U-turn on the Russian, Russia-German pipeline, just like we were all out here in America when the Keystone pipeline got shut down. And Biden said, you know what, Russia, you're good. You're good. You could open yours. And Germany, you're good. We don't need it. We, we're going to nuke our jobs after getting out of COVID because fuck the American people. Ukraine leader further called it a weapon, a real weapon in the hands of the Russian Federation that he doesn't understand how the bullets to this weapon can possibly be provided by such a great country as the United States, as he described it. And this is the thing. In this call, Zelensky finally scored the desired meeting with Biden, but it looks like it will take place after the U.S. president first meets with Putin. I'm sure they ain't happy about that. And he goes on to say they had an opportunity to talk at some length about all the issues in the U.S.-Ukraine relationship, and President Biden was able to tell President Zelensky that he will stand up firmly for Ukraine's uh, sovereignty, territorial integrity, and its aspirations to go forward. And significantly, he also told President Zelensky he looks forward to welcoming him to the White House in Washington this summer after he returns from Europe, already seeing Vladimir Putin. Biden is pissing off a lot of people, ladies and gentlemen. Israel ain't happy. Iran ain't happy. China is not happy. Russia, I can't imagine Russia right now being happy with the United States and Biden because every single time someone hacks the United States, it's always Russia. You got Ukraine out here who has the goods on Biden and Hunter. And Biden went and gave the proverbial middle finger to the Ukrainian president when he said, hey, Remember that pipeline we had those sanctions for? Yeah, we lifted those. So I know that pipeline goes right around you guys and you're going to get fucked, but sorry. (laughs) Sorry. This is what we are seeing. And whatever comes out of this meeting, guys, it's going to set a direction. And I know it's going to. And it's we got we got to watch it. 412 and on. My man says, Scott, always crushing it. Hope to see you guys at 4 p.m. Of course, my friend. I'll be sending over everybody over there in about 20 minutes, my dude. So, did I? what else did I have here that I wanted to talk about? Oh, yes. One last thing. One last thing. I thought this was super interesting. This is about Jeffrey Epstein from the Daily Mail. We all know that Jeffrey Epstein had a very good relationship with Les Wexner, the owner of Victoria's Secret. Pretty much gave Jeffrey Epstein a pipeline of young, underage women at his disposal. They were very close buddies in New York. Um... Epstein bought Les Wexner uh, his mansion. He ended up managing his wealth. But this story is about the previous wealth manager of Les Wexner before Epstein came into the picture. The former money manager of Leslie, uh, Leslie Wexner has spoken out about how Jeffrey Epstein forced him out of his job. Harold Levin headed up Wexner's private investment office from 83 to 90. When Epstein squeezed him out and left him penniless and living in his car, he told Vanity, he was an asshole. (laughs) Okay. The most arrogant person I've ever met. Levin said of Epstein, who forced him out of his job by falsely claiming that Levin was stealing from Wexner. For decades, Wexner was Epstein's only publicly named client as a financial advisor. And the billionaire appears to be a key source of the $500 million fortune that Epstein left behind when he died. 
A cloud of mystery has surrounded the two men's relationship and internal investigations commissioned by L Brands resulted in Wexner stepping down as CEO and then resigning from the board. Levine's new account reveals how Epstein gained Wexner's trust over Levin's protest. The sex predators seemed to be fraud, to be a fraud and a comment insinuating himself with the billionaire despite the advisor's warning. And this was him. He told him to stay away from Jeffrey. Stay away. Epstein was trying to explain a currency trade that he wanted to do. And he said, I have an MBA, blah, blah, blah. Levine returned to Ohio and warned Wexner that Epstein was a fraud. I told Les, stay away from him. Wexner agreed not to do the trade, but Levin was shocked when Epstein showed up in Ohio for a few months later and announced that Wexner had put him in charge of his finances. Blindsided, this man said, Epstein got your job. Levine tried to protest, but Wexner wouldn't take his calls, furious at having to work under Epstein. Levin quit a few months later. He then says that Epstein taunted him on the way out and ruined his career with false allegations. And on my last day, Epstein walked into my office and held up a piece of paper. He bragged that Les had given him power of attorney over his money. I worked for Les for seven years, and I never had general power of attorney, Levine told the magazine. And he goes on to say Epstein also ordered him to surrender his equity, all the money costing him millions. Epstein basically said, if you want, you can fight it out, but I have a lot of lawyers, and I'll make sure it'll cost you a fortune. He had a nervous breakdown. He lost his wife, divorce, lost custody, taking custody of the three children, blah, 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 blah. And Epstein wormed his way into Wexner's inner circle through his close uh, friend, Robert Meister, whose firm handled insurance for L Brands, then known as the limited Meister revealed in an interview to Vanity Fair. So it's just amazing to me when you see these things, because you always wonder how these people end up, uh, you know, getting, getting into uh, these circles and, you know, this man was working for uh, for Les Wexner for seven years, never got power of returning over his money. You know, he put in he put in time for this man, put in time for this man. And Jeffrey Epstein came out of nowhere. And Les Wexner just hired him, made this made this uh, made this guy Levine to work under Epstein and gave Epstein the uh, the uh, power of attorney over all of his money within months. And this guy Levine's like. I worked for you for for seven years when I never got any, never got this. What's going on here? He was advised against it, and he went all in, went all in with it. And you can sit and Les is going to say, "Oh, I didn't know about all this stuff with Jeffrey Epstein bullshit." You were funneling girls. We don't have sauce for it, but we can almost promise, guys. He was funneling chicks. He was funneling underage girls directly to Jeffrey Epstein. You can't tell me that's what that's more they weren't doing or going on behind the scenes. It's absolutely disgusting. All right, guys, we're going to hang out here for a little bit. Anyone on the podcast this is the end of the show for you, my friends. If you want to hear donations, that's fine. Yeah, Wexner didn't kill himself. Damn straight. Damn straight. Let's go back into the donations, guys. You guys absolutely crushed it today with the gold pills, making it rain. We got Cheeto Kathy here. Scott, blessing your family with a phone. Thank you. Stella Luna with the shades. Thank you. Great show. And Big Island Patriot Shades. Appreciate your show. Thank you, guys. You are absolutely fantastic. Thank you for the continued donations and all that God, all that good stuff. Is your login on Pilled different from Foxhole? No, they are the same login. Same login. Just want to make sure we are all caught up on and all that good stuff. Let's see here. 
All right, so we're good there. Good there. Thank you, guys. Yes, we have 15,000. We're good with that. We're good with that. Beautiful. How to win friends and... Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. You guys are fantastic. So I hope we all we got the debate out of the way about boobs and, and uh, butt. We covered that. We had a lot to talk about with that. And I'm glad we got that out of the way. Gonna have to take a break from uh, morning and chill for a little while. <laughs> Every time I go in there, I get ravaged. But it's fun. It's all in good fun. But thank you, guys. Make sure you guys are protecting your kids. Protecting your kids with the jabs and all that stuff. And yes, we just got to be careful. Just got to be careful. And we got to keep everyone in prayers um, who has family that's getting these things. And it's just, it's awful. But we will do our best. We shall do our best. And let me hop over to everyone over on DLive. My friends over there. <laughs> we got seven seven lemons in the chest it's not even worth opening at this point anymore because it's d live is just ugh, ugh. remember hunting got three million bucks from mayor of moscow yeah yeah how, that's what i'm saying why would you piss off these people why would you piss off these people that own all the dirt on you unless you're joe biden you know something's not going to come out there's got to be some assurances somewhere maybe with china i don't know mama bear 65 with a cookie thank you so much Thank you so much. I'm glad you guys liked it. This is what we get on Wing Wednesday. So we're probably going to hang out here for just another minute or two. We're going to do the scratch off, guys. We'll do the scratch off, and then we will get on out of here, and you guys can go out. Go away, hang out, and uh, hang out with 412 and his crew. 100%. My D Patriot with a cookie. Thank you so much. Jedi Patriot, we love you, woke size. You're always welcome in the coffee and chill sessions. Thank you, Jedi Patriot. There's somebody, somebody out there that wants to. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. You guys are so kind. So kind. I don't think billions will die. We just need to defeat the deep state and hit. I don't think billions are going to die either, Spirit Anon, but I just don't know what's going to happen with um, the long term effects of these vaccines. And I think, you know, I don't I don't know what that I don't know what the future looks like. The future is fog. It's all fog right now. And I don't know where to where to stand on a lot of things. It's you know just staying, staying in the middle with things and dealing with them as they come is the only thing that I can think of right now. Take things day by day and try to keep speculation out as much as possible. It's fun to speculate, um, but we just got to try to stay as uh, as factual as possible here. Anybody know about Epstein's pit man? Why can't anyone speak from the island that survived or did they all die? I don't know, Connie Ketchup. I don't. I have no idea. I have no idea. My 72 year old hubby who has had multiple strokes was advised by his doctor today to get the jab. He is woke, but is now considering it. That's why I don't get it. Why? What? If you're already having problems, why, why are they offering a jab to help with that? I don't understand. Luke Slashogger says, F that, open them seven lemons up, bro. Okay. You guys want it. I'll open it. I, it's, there's 11 there now. There you go. There's 11 lemons in that in that show in that chest. Guys, have fun. Have at it. TGI today says with a cookie. Thank you so much. Thank you. Prayer, prayer, prayers. Always good. Always good. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, guys. So we're going to be here tomorrow at 530 Eastern. Um, what's tomorrow? Tomorrow's Thursday. Tomorrow's Thursday. Tomorrow is going to be a big day. So we're going to see what comes out tomorrow and all that good stuff. I was going to do some clowns, but don't got enough time for it. Adel's almost up. All right. So let me uh, let me show this down here. We're going to get into we're going to get into the uh, scratch off right now. Let me see here real quick. There it is. All right, guys, we're going to do a lot of ticket. Three, two, one, and it is released. It is released. Guys, do your scratch-offs. Go for it now. Think it's good here? Yep, we're good. Beautiful. I love it. There you go, guys. Get your gold pills. You're all set. You all set. T-Roy's in the house. It's funny because now I can tell who all the lurkers are. <laughs> when the lotto ticket comes out, that's really funny. Great to see everybody here, though. Love you guys. Delona 55. Yes, there you go. Gold pills galore. Gold pills galore. Eight pills. I'm rich, bitch. There you go. There you go, guys. There you go. Wise Mod Bear, not again. I'm sorry, Wise Mod Bear. I'm so sorry. I guess it's because you're, you're a mod. The mods don't. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I really don't. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. All right, guys. A lot of tickets up, I think. And we are going to get on out of here. T-Roy says, I'm always lurking, bro. All right, guys, we're going to get on out of here today. I hope you all enjoyed the show. I got some stuff to do. I got a lot of cleaning to do. I got dishes to do and all that good stuff. And every day that passes is another day closer to this baby getting here. And we're going to have to see how it goes. So, guys, follow me on Rumble. Follow me on BitChute. Follow me on Telegram, especially, and Gab. That's where all my updates are, guys. And I will see you all tomorrow at 530. Stay safe, stay strong, and stay woke. Good night.